Welcome to the Warrior Mindset Podcast. We are your guide as you make your way through life, getting better 1% every day. We believe that life is lived and true victory won through adversity. Nothing easy is ever worth it. We believe in the warrior ethos and support those that choose to walk that path. Kelvin, what's up, man? How you doing, Gene? Good. Thanks for coming in and talking to me today. Of course, brother. Welcome to the program. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have anything fancy to say. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, first off, um, I'm super pumped to meet you. Uh, Greg talked you up to me pretty well. Uh, you, you're, you're, I'm going to call it a business. Yeah. Notoriously dapper. Yes, sir. I dig that. Yeah. Um, your Instagram, that's where I uh was introduced. That's what was sent to me first. Was the Instagram yes, one hundred twenty three thousand followers? Yeah, that's impressive, bro. Yeah, I just reached that yesterday, and I like made a post because I was like, uh, I love like the numerical cadence of things, like one, two, three, <laughs> like three, four, or five. Well, you know what I mean? Hopefully, it doesn't stay there. I know, sure. right? I was like, it's like it'll go like to one, two, four, but then I was like, I'm looking forward to two, three, four next. Okay, you know? yeah, that's yeah. a big one. Yeah. So what? What? What do you do? What? Yeah. Let's set it up. Um, okay. Um, so. I am what you call an influencer slash model public figure. Right. I'm lucky enough to be like a hybrid okay. of that. Um, so most people that are just models sometimes are like, that's all they do. Like they just are models. Like they're just a face. Like nobody okay. really knows their name. I'm lucky enough to be an influencer, model, and public figure. So it's like I I am known as like Kelvin the model. Like people like when they see my face, they recognize okay. me from like, you right. know, Instagram, my other brand things. So that's pretty much like that's what I do. Um I'm also an award nominated author. Oh okay. uh, notoriously dapper, how to be a modern day gentleman with manner, style, and body confidence. Gotcha. Uh, I want to talk about that too. That's, okay, cool. That's that's what I want to dig into, but we gotta get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, so that's what I do. Um and, you know, it's all about just, like, spreading positive energy and just trying to let people understand that if you have a dream, like, you have to go. You have to go for it, you know. There's no other way Yeah. around it. Like, you know, your dreams will never work if you don't work for them. I love that. Yeah. You got to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Ah, oh, damn. <laughs> well, this podcast is over. <laughs> I don't want to work. Yeah. <laughs> so how— so let's let's start. We were talking a little bit before. You uh, taught art. I did yeah. in a public high school. I did. Or it was a high school. Yeah. I just assumed it was high school because we're yeah. talking about my my. It's all about me today. <laughs> um, talking about my kid who's in high school, but yeah. So art teacher in high school. Yeah, I did two years at Brooklyn Casey, and yeah. then six years at St Andrews Middle School. Right. So, um, and during my tenure of teaching. Uh, I have to pay a lot of the aspect of who I am as a man, especially till this day, uh, being mm. a educator. Because, okay. you know, you meet so many different personalities and so many different um, genres of people. And not only as, like, um, colleagues, but, like, your students, right? So, like, you have kids that have never even been to, like, the South Carolina State Fair. you. And then oh, you, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then you have kids that have, like, been everywhere. They've been to Disney World. They've been to Hawaii. And it's, like, trying to get all these kids on the same playing field and trying to get them to love and to respect each other in the same element mm. is, you know, a very difficult thing to actually do, especially when you're an art teacher, when they throw everybody in the classroom, right? right. It's not right. like the other classes where there's, like, gifted, there's this, there's that. Right. You yeah. just get everybody. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I used to say that I get the good, the bad, and the uh, ugly. Yeah, right? yeah, I get you. And I loved, I honestly loved it's public getting, school, man. You can, yeah. You can say it. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved getting all of the ranges of, like, personalities. Right. You know, I had right. I had kids that were gang members, kids, you know, that were, you know, never even heard of a gang. You right. know what I mean? So right. it was just, like, a great way for me to not only help everybody be on the same page and have a understanding and love and respect for one another but it also helped me you know when I was writing my actual book it helped me you know because a lot of the things that I was teaching those young men I was writing it in my book so I was like I could just pretty much do everything that I'm doing in the classroom and just put it in this book that's and that's legit. pretty much what happened that's awesome yeah I, f I find that like with this like talking to people like you meeting people it's sort of the same 
it's not the same as writing a book. That's what I'm trying to say. It's, yeah. it's this uh, practicing who you are. For sure. Right? And it's yeah. so valuable uh, to do that. And it sounds like you've found a way to make a living doing that. Yeah, yeah. Which is incredible. Yeah. And, you know, a funny story. When I was, like, doing – so I started, like, my blog and Instagram stuff while I was te- teaching. Right. And I was actually at St. Andrew's Middle the middle School when it, like, got very popular. And it was, like, started becoming, like, a thing. And I remember, like, uh, spring break of, like, 2016, I did, like, a big American Eagle ad. And Mm -hmm. it was all over, like, the television and all over, like, (laughs) YouTube, everywhere. So when I got back from after spring break, all, like, of my students were like, hey, Mr. Davis, we, like, think we saw you, like, in this, like, thing. You're a target right now. Yeah. And I, like, basically, like... Froze. I was like, okay, I have to come up with a lie. So I told them oh. that. I, so I told him I had like a twin brother. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> and that could be fun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I told them that his name was Kevin and my name was Kelvin. I was like, yeah, his name was Kevin. Like he's really you know, da da da. <laughs> and they believed that for maybe like a whole of like three weeks. Oh okay. Whoa, wow. Yeah. And they were like, that doesn't make any sense because every time you're gone, like you're he's good. gone too. <laughs> And it's like, you know, we follow him on Instagram, and you guys are, like, never together. You know, like, there's never any, any like, pictures of y'all, you know? And yeah, you said you guys like, are really close. You ever That's met really Dwayne weird. The Rock Johnson's brother? Yeah, right. Dwayne, yeah. Dwayne Johnson's brother, The Rock? Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Same thing. yeah. So I was like, okay, you know what, you guys, you got me. And funny enough, it was the sixth graders that caught me. Oh. It, it wasn't even the eighth graders. Like, the eighth graders like were like, oh, well, we don't really care. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> We're beyond you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what do you, what do you, what do you do? Like, what's the blog about? What? Yeah. What is that job? So, um, I graduated from USC in 2010, and when I got my first teaching job in 2011, um, I went to go get some more like stylish kind of clothing because I've always been into like dressing nice. I've always been yeah. into art, and you know, uh, I have a very unique fashion style, and. Um, I went to go get, like, some stuff, like, you know, like, some bright colored ties, you know, some different kind of pants. And I went to um, the store that I guess I shouldn't name. <laughs> or well, I can't. If, if I you're not get, getting paid, I'm not yeah, getting paid. Yeah, right. Either, so. um, and I saw this red blazer, and okay. I was like, man, that, that's, like, I'm not. And when I mean red, I mean, like, stop sign red. Like, <laughs> oh, not, man. like, burgundy red. Like, right. not like that. Bright you know what I mean? red. Bright red. Like, very strong. I was like, I need that. So <laughs> I went inside, and I asked the lady. I was like, do you have, like, a 46 in that? And she was like, no, but let me check. So she checks, and she's like, no, the largest size that we have is, like, a 42. I was like, oh, wow. I was like, do you have anything, like, at, like, another store? Like, I can order it offline. Maybe you can right. ship it here. And she's like, no, like, we don't have that. And I was like, oh, okay, well, that's a bummer. And then Make she that. was like, well, maybe you should go to, like, a big and tall store. Like, you seem like what? a little you seem like a little too big to even be in, in here. And this is Express, by the way, which Express oh, is a okay. very slim, you know, kind of like yeah, it is. European Children. kind of steel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So That's what I call them. Yeah. Anybody under two two forty. Yeah, you're, right. You're yeah. a child. Is that hundred percent agree? Yeah, no, 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 no. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. And I was like, uh, you know, and it kinda offended me. Yeah. And I think it offended me more because it came from um a female. You know, I feel like if oh, it came from a male, I would just be like, more, yeah. you know, like whatever, like screw you guy. Like yeah. whatever. Like you're having a bad day. Yeah. But the fact that it came from a female and she said it very loudly and like people like, you know, kind of looked at me right? and it was kind of like one of those moments of like embarrassment, like body shame. So it was like my first time as a guy ever being body shamed, right? Cause as guys, like we like mess around. We like, Oh dude, you're so fat. Like, Oh, come on. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like we play yeah. around, yeah, yeah. but it's like to actually have somebody like tell you like, you know, you're too fat to shop here. It really like, you know, it kind of hurt my feelings, you know? And like, you know, like, man, but you're not a feelings. fat guy. I'm not. You know, but at that time I did, I did gain a good bit of weight because, uh, I had just had my first daughter and I was like, you know, sure. gaining like the after, what you happens? know, dad, you know, yep. post-pregnancy, I mean, yep. not post-pregnancy, but post, you know, yep. my partner's pregnancy. Wait, was it pounds, in, you know in college, I mean? it's the freshman 15 or yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 there's, yeah. There's also a 15 to 20 once you have that first kid. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. Just, yeah. Just sedentary. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go anywhere. There's a damn kid in your house. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you're stuck, right? Yep. yep. And um and if you do, it's only to go to work, right? Yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. 
And um, so mm. I couldn't shake this feeling of like, damn, I feel really like insecure. Like really, yeah. I don't really feel too great about myself, like body wise. So I was like, I always wanted to start like a blog, right? I've always really been into like fashion and the way imagery kind of can convey a uh, message without speaking. Right. And I was like, okay, I kind of want to start a blog, like do like okay. a like a fashion blog thing and do like, you know, and say some things about body positivity and like mental health and really good things of that sort. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what should I name it? And I was like, you know, Dapperly Stylist, Notoriously Stylist. And I was like, what about Notoriously Dapper? So I went on GoDaddy and I bought the domain. And then I had one of my friends from USC help me build the site and okay. bought a camera off of eBay for like 200 bucks. <laughs> Taught myself how to, like, use it. Oh, wow. And, yeah. And the rest is kind of, like, history. I just, like, would post. So there was, like, a period from 2011 to 2017, really, where I posted almost every day on my blog. If not every day, it was at least four four times a week. And it was, like, about, like, you know, I would just do, like, different messages about, um, you know, uh, giving, like, positive inspiration for men and really, yeah. you know, having a space for men to feel confident to talk about anything as far as body image all the way to mental health. Yeah. And, um, yeah, in 2017 was when, like, the women's body positivity movement became, like, very, like, mainstream. Yeah. It was, like, everywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And people just had a natural curiosity started Googling, like, male body positivity, and unbeknownst to me, like, the first thing that would come up was me and my blog. Because I had, like, a body positive menswear blog. Like, that's what I called it. It was, like, a body positive menswear blog. and Some good keywords, man. Yeah. And, you know, just based off of SEO, right? Is that yeah. what it's called? Like, yeah, yeah. search into optimization? You figured it yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I became, like, this... Um, this entity and like this voice for like male, uh, for like positive male body image. Yeah. And, uh, this guy from the New York times, he wrote an article about me and it was like, meet the guy that's changing the landscape for the men's fashion industry. And I'm teaching like these kids and I get like all these messages on my phone and I'm getting like all these like hits on my blog and all these emails and stuff. I'm like, what's going on? Like, and my friends were like, dude, some dude like wrote an article about you, like saying you're like, the guy that's going to, like, change the fashion industry, like, the way, like, it's changed for women. Like, yeah. it's going to be more inclusive and this and that. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm going to be that guy. Yeah, I'm just, like. Doing my thing. Yeah, I'm just living. You know what I mean? Like, right. I'm just doing things that feel good. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's legit, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've um, because uh, one, of, one of the, I own a couple of businesses. One of them is, is a gym. Mm-hmm. And uh, one, you know, we have an intake process for new people, and and it's always when we get a guy in, yeah, say it's like a middle aged person or whatever, and it, it's like uh, emotional armor mm. to be like, yeah, I got me a twelve pack or you for know, sure. not a six pack, but a twelve pack, and it, it always makes something like that. And over the years, I've learned, you know, like early on, I was like, what's wrong with this guy, you know? But now I understand yeah. that it's like it's a defense mechanism for sure, and they're. They're just getting it out there before, I guess they're worried that you're going to judge them or whatever, yeah. but they're just getting it out there before then. Yeah. Um, so, like, you don't say anything about it or, like, you know, or, bring, like, yeah. or anybody else say anything about it. They're like, you know, it's almost like. They bring it up a lot. Yeah. Like, you're like, it's okay. a problem. Yeah. yeah it's, it's cool. <laughs> That's why you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, mm. it's like, you know, and, you know, when all that started to, like, ha- happen, for me, it was like, well, what do I do with this cape, right? Yeah. Because it was, like, yeah, yeah. society and, like, the world and, like, the universe just, like, gave me this cape. It was, like, yeah. you are the guy. Well, it was almost like I was chosen in, like, a way, right? I guess. Yeah. It sounds like you worked at it, though. I did. I did. I mean, yeah, yeah. You post, per, posting every day for two or three years in a row? That's, yeah. That's, that's grinding, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I 100% did. And, you know, I suffer a lot from imposter syndrome a lot. Like, because there'll be moments where I'm like, you know, I'll try to like downplay what I do. I'm like, yeah, da, da, da. But it's like, you know, when I think about it, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, damn, I really did put in like that work. And I put really the, did yeah. tell people like, I'm going to be that guy. Yeah. I'm going to be an ads for Target. I remember when I was a, te- a teacher and I would tell other te- teachers what I'm going to be doing. And they would literally laugh at me. Oh, They'd right. literally be like, oh, right. you're going to be. Dude, you're yeah. like five nine over like two forty, and you're bald. You're not going to be a model. Like, <laughs> good try. 
You, you know what I mean? Did that fuel you? Did that give you fuel to, I mean, oh, yeah. did you turn that into oh, yeah. positive energy and be like, well, I'll show you? Yeah, because for sure, I always knew what I was capable of right? because I know my work ethic and I know that I am able to do things that a lot of people just aren't able to, to like do, you know, because rejection to me doesn't hurt as much as like, you know, the feeling of re regret of not trying. Do mm. you know what I mean? It's like when somebody says no, or like you didn't make it or, you know, we're not going to sign you to this agency. It hurts a lot less than if I didn't try at all. Cause then I'll be wondering, well, yeah. I'll have this anxiety, but well, what if I would have did it? Well, what if I, this would have happened? That would suck. Yeah. You yeah. know? And you know, I live- that's what they had. Exactly. Which is why they were shitting on you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be that. No, you know, you definitely don't. And, you know, I live by this quote that, like, uh, I forget who said it, but uh, it was like, if you think the price of winning is too high, just wait until you get the bill from regret. And I was like, damn. Er. That really. Yeah, but that's real. It, it is real yeah. because it's like, yeah. I think about it now. If I wouldn't have done what I wanted to do, I would literally be watching somebody else doing all the things that I wanted to do. And that feeling of regret that I could be the one in target. Mm-hmm. I could have been the first, you know, uh, non-traditional male model for Nike. I could have done this. I could have done that. It's like I'm watching somebody else live this dream. Yeah, I would say. And it's supposed to be me. And you're so close. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wrote all you the know? damn blog posts. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So it's like whenever society gave me this cape or when, like, you know, I, like, earned this cape, I would say. I earned this cape because I, I would worked say. very hard. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, so what What do I do now? Like, do I continue to move forward? Do I continue to, you know, elevate this blog? Mm. Do I go to a different route? You know, so a lot of things were going in inside of my head. And I was like, you know, maybe I just want to be the person that people just look up to. Yeah. Like, I just want to be what I needed when... I was a kid, you know, like my dad was like a great role model, but it was like I needed like whenever I wasn't with him, I needed other representation. Like whenever I wasn't with my mom and dad, I needed to see other positive representation right. in, like in the right. world. And every yeah, time I went yeah. shopping, every time I went everywhere, I always saw the same figure, yeah. like a fair skin, like yeah. ripped, chiseled dude. It's Thor and every, yeah, th- everyone else. Exactly. Thor. Yes. I am not Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Same, you know, yeah. and it's like, you know, growing up with that, you know, over, you know, like, you know, just over consumption of like, this is what male beauty is. Right. Growing up in right. that, you're just like, well, I'm dark skinned. I'm like, you know, I'm like short. I'm kind of chunky. Like, I don't feel this imagery yeah. of male it feels beauty. feels unattainable. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I was like, I need to be that for a kid, you know? So, like, one day a kid can look at me and be like, oh, well, I can be like, I can do this too because, you know, look at this guy. You know, he looks like my uncle. He looks like right. one of my old, like, band directors. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. He, he looks like an average guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was the whole point of it. It was like, you have brands have all these brands and companies have so many people. They're regular people buying your stuff. Yeah. Why do you want some guy that looks like... It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood the, um, like, the cologne and perfume ads. Oh, just, I mean, those are just so, like... They're so like, cheesy. What did I just watch? They're so terrible. But it's but the people it's, in them don't look... They look like elves from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you know, exactly. like Who are... Where did you find these people? Like... It's so true, though. They I don't really know do. anybody that looks like Jennifer Aniston that's not in Hollywood. That's like, true. It just it's weird. Yeah, it's true. You yeah, know? It, it, but it I'm really with is. you. I'm with you. Yeah, and like those commercials are always very dark too. It's like where's the yeah, lighting at? Yeah, it's like always. You know what I mean? And they're always like riding like a horse or something. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like what? It's like what? <laughs> like, what? The, the reality is like you, you see something that looks cool. Yeah, and you go and get your copy of it, your version of it, and you put it on. You're like. I don't look anything like that. Yeah. This looks completely different on me. This yeah. This is crap. Yeah. You know? This is not cool. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no representation for... Exactly. People that are normal. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's awesome. So so how did you get where you are now? I mean, you're, yeah. you're, you're teaching school. Yeah. Yeah. Like what, and you're getting jobs. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? So it was like one of those things where I was like, it got to a point where I was like, I need... 
you know, an agency, I need something, right? And, yeah. you know, um, there was this modeling agency that, um, you know, I was, you know, in the talks of signing with. Okay. And uh, I went to Miami to meet with the director and stuff. And, uh, you know, they, you know, told me to take off my shirt. They were taking pictures of stuff. And I turned around and the lady said, oh, wow, you have, like, a lot of stretch marks on your back. I was like, yeah, like. Who cares, yeah. right? And she's like, ah, oh, yeah, that's not, I don't know. Um, yeah, I just don't think that's going to work mm, out for damn. us. Damn. So it was like another, like, hit, right? I was like, damn. Like, okay, so I'm just not. So I basically have, like, society and the world telling me, you're this guy for the, in for, like, the, in, um, the, inclusivity and, like, to push this, you know, yeah. narrative of, like, all men are, you know, should be, Represented, but then I have the fashion industry telling me, "Nah, we're not ready. We're not going to do this. Yeah, like we're not ready yet, right?" So you know, things go go like by, and um, and I got my book offer in 2016, and uh, the lady she reached out to me, and I thought it was a joke at first. I was like, "There's no way this lady wants me to like write a book. Does she even know who I am? You you know what I mean? Of course she does, right?" So. <clears throat> I like emailed her back after she was very persistent and I met up with her and we for had real? like for real, for real. Yeah. I was like, do you sure you want me to do this? <laughs> like, and she was like, you know, basically we have a lot of etiquette books that have been written, but they're all written by a lot of older white guys and they give etiquette advice. Like you should use this fork for this and you should dress this way for this. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about here. Yeah. And she's like, you know, we need an etiquette book that gives modern day advice for the average normal millennial man and she's like we think that you could be that guy to give that i said okay and so i signed the deal and i'm writing this book and as i'm writing it you know this is like at the at the time where like my blog and instagram were like you know getting a lot of um i got a lot of traction so i'm like promoting the fact that i'm like coming out with the book and everybody's like excited about it and you know i'm using my students as case studies as well because I'm oh, using, wow. like, different sit- situations that, you know, that I could use that I'm, like, teaching these kids. I'm putting it, like, in this book. The same, like, things that my dad taught me and my uncles taught, taught me. I'm, like, you know, putting it in this book, and I'm also implementing it in my classroom. So it was, like, a full circle wow. kind of thing. So when I finished uh, writing the book, it took me about, like, it took me about nine months to write. And uh, the release date was October 2017. And prior to my book coming out, whenever that school year started in August, I got an email from this lady named Charlotte. And Charlotte is the director of the modeling agency that I'm signed with now. And it's called Bridge Models. She reached out to me and was like, hey, I have this agency in London called Bridge Models. And the reason why we call it Bridge is because we bridge the gap in between straight size models and plus size models. We want everybody to be represented. I'm like, okay, cool. Da da da. I'm like, mm, sounds like a scam. So I like Google this lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause I like, like the skepticism <laughs> you've approached your entire career with. Seriously. Like, we want you to write a book. You're a fake. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we want to represent you. This sounds like a scam. Yeah, right? <laughs> I like, have, like, so much uh, imposter <laughs> syndrome. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, there's no way somebody like, wants me this, right? Right. Yeah. So I, like, go to my prince, the principal. I'm like, hey, I need, like, a couple days off. Like, this lady wants to fly me to London. got to go to London, bro. With me. And, he, and he, like, knew what I was trying to do. Right. So he was like, oh, yeah, do it, Mr. Davis. Like, this could be your moment, da 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 so, okay, cool. So I emailed her back. She, like, sent me the flight stuff. And then I flew out that next day. Wow. I met with her in London. She took me out to, like, lunch. She showed me the offices, all this stuff. And um, it was, like, one of those things where uh, she was, like, so this agency right now is is only dedicated to women. But I want to open up a men's board. And I want you oh. to be one of the first men that I sign. That's cool. So we can get things started. And she's like, you know, basically telling me, I see so much in you. She was like, I don't care how tall you are. I don't care, da da da, this and that. I see when I look at your imagery, like your images, I feel happiness. I feel like somebody that I can relate to. Right. And that feeling is what the fashion industry needs. 
And I was like, oh, shit. I was Damn. like, yeah. Oh, sorry. Am, am I allowed to curse? I've already done it twice. Okay, 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 okay cool. Okay. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was, you said that, and I was like, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, man, this is like, well, you're right. this I'm, is awesome. I'm looking at your, your, your feed on Instagram. It is. I mean. Thank you. Yeah, it, it feels very positive, very happy. Um, yeah. Thank I mean, you. This is, this is what you want. It's, yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, like. Yeah, you kind of have to be a jerk to find something negative in this. I know, right? Can you believe I have haters? Do you really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Let's get into that in a minute. Let's, yeah, yeah. Because I, I got to. We'll take names. We'll take care yeah, of yeah. <laughs> well, well, real quick, your, we'll your, book, your book is named the same thing as your blog, Notoriously Dapper. Yeah. How to be a modern gentleman with manners, style, and body confidence. Yes, sir. So you, that is, am I wrong? I mean, did you did you target that for millennial generation? Yeah. That's So it's specifically. It's for like, really, it was marketed towards uh, men ages like really 18 to like 35. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So some. Some late stage extras in there too, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. it really starts from when I was like eighth grade. The book starts about eighth grade, cool. and it goes all the way to when I had my first kid. Got you. Yeah, got you. And the book first, and then the representation. Yes. Second. Okay. Yeah. I mean yeah. the. Yeah. So like. So they started the 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 representation with men. Yeah. With, with you. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so she gave me the contract, and I flew back to South Carolina. And I'm like, uh, get one of my lawyer friends to look over it. He's like, dude, this is a good contract. Like, you, you should do it. Because, you know, like, I read real? this stuff, and I'm like, I don't know what all these percentages mean. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to sign my life away. Right. You know? Yeah, what he, am I doing here? Yeah. And he's like, no, dude, it's great. Like, you should do it. So I sign it. I, like, email it back to her. And, you know, literally a week later, she sends me an email. She's like, you know, welcome to Bridge, da-da-da, like, we're so excited to have you. We have a client that's interested in booking you for a shoot. They're, like, uh, Target. She, like, attaches the <laughs> website as she's if, Target. like, I don't know what it is because she's <laughs> from London. Like, she has no idea what Target is. Yeah, she, yeah. Like, she's like, you no live idea. in South Carolina, you don't know shit. Yeah. Like, she, like, sends me, like, the link to him, like. I know who you? Target is. They're like, do you not know what Target is? I'm like, what the hell? So I'm like. Uh, and she's like, they want to offer you this much for this shoot, da da da. Like, are you okay to do it? They'll fly you out to New York, da da da. Put you in a whole hotel. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. I'm like, like, and Me? you ha- and you have to understand, she's telling a teacher that doesn't even make thirty five thousand dollars a year, right? That like they're going to get paid X amount of dollars. They're going to fly to New York. They're going to be like. Treated like this yeah. special entity. Yeah. Forgive me if I'm skeptical. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, okay. So I'm like, yeah, I'm down to do it. Like, I love Target. She's like, okay, this must be like a popular brand over in the states. I said, yes, it's like gigantic. It's like <laughs> very big. Like, yeah. I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I like went. I went there. I did. I did the shoot, and like, the rest is history, man. Like, okay. like when that came out, it was like Target's like first. Like non traditional, really. They like call me like plus size, but I'm not plus size. But like the industry doesn't have any other term for a man that's not over a size. Sure, that's like not a size thirty two. Right. It's like I'm just yeah. a regular dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't really know anybody that wears a There's size thirty or thirty two. It's always sold out in the store. Yeah, stores. exactly. Yeah. You you know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody that I know wears a thirty six and above. I know. I don't know anybody that wears like a thirty two yeah. or thirty. My kids. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And they're like fourteen. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So, and that, like, really just was, like, boom. Like, Target's being, because Target was always being that way for women, but they weren't that way for men. Okay. So, when they were doing that for men, they were, like, boom, here's the guy. Cool. You were, like, right on the right on the crest of that wave. Yeah. That's rad. Yeah. And then my book came out in October, so it was, like, serendipitous Ooh. that, like, this came out and my book came out around the same time. So, it was, like... Boom, I got to hit it hard. You know what I mean? So I just started, like, you know, promoting my book and this yeah, and that. And yeah. then my book got nominated for NAACP Image Award, and I lost to Oprah. But it's okay. You know, I don't have hey. any hatred. But <laughs> Oprah definitely has enough awards. Yeah, really. She doesn't need any more. And if she's listening or she ever anybody <laughs> ever, ever listening to this, ask her to just consider, yeah. you know, just handing me the award. Yeah. 
Sure. Pass it down. Yeah, just pass it down. Like, you don't need it, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, but, you know, that was really cool, too. Like, going to Pasadena and mm. taking my, like, mom and, you know, living that experience. Um, I met Morgan Freeman. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. It was, like, really cool. That's I met cool. Chadwick Boseman. Oh, wow. And, you know, he's well, from. he's a local Anderson boy. Yeah, yeah. and he's from Anderson. Anderson. And um, I'm wow. from here. And okay. we had, like, a really cool Exchange about Clem, Clemson and Carolina. That's cool. Yeah, it was a really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I guess he's a Clemson guy. Yeah, from yeah. being from Anderson. I yeah, think it just you have to. Yeah, <laughs> but it was like very surreal being in this room of people because it's almost like you can't be a fan because you're all oh. nominated for different. Like yeah, you're all nominated. We're right? working. I'm yeah. working here. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like you know, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. For me, I'm like I'm just nominated for like a book, but he's nominated for like top actor or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like fan, but it's like I have to remember I can't be a fan. You have to act like an equal I around beat these. you. I gotta yeah. win. I know, right? <laughs> so it's like we have to act like equals, right? So it was like really cool, like just getting to know that's cool um, them and like pick their brain and just talk to different kind of people. And, um, you know, and that helped me a lot, too, because when I got back and you have to understand, like, when I was doing this, I was still teaching. So the year from 2017 to eight, 18 was my last year teaching. So during, during this whole year, all this was happening, all this traveling, all this stuff. So I would literally mm. go to New York. So there's a flight that leaves from Columbia during the weekday. The flight it goes to New York at six in the morning and you land there at eight. And I would do the shoot from Target. I would get to the studio around, like, 9. And I would shoot from, like, 9 to, like, 6. And then that same flight leaves from um, LaGuardia at, like, 11. Or like No, it leaves at, like, 10. And it gets to Columbia around, like, 11.30. So I would literally take a day trip to do, like, these shoots for Target, calls, yeah, that's not all these things. And then I would come back to teaching. So it was like I was living, like, a double life. That's like, crazy. back and forth. And there was a point where my principal was like, you know, yeah. do you want to continue to teach? And this, this and that. I'm like, nah, I'm going to call it. Like, <laughs> this is it. So around, like, February really was when I signed my letter. I was like, I'm not coming back. Right. And that was, like, the notion that the whole school then knew. It was like, oh, this motherfucker really made it. Like, <laughs> this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, this Like, this, this son of a bitch. Did you kind of spike the ball in the, in the teacher's lounge? I wanted to. So bad. Because <laughs> there were so many. And this actually this one lady who was an English te- teacher, she was very adamant about, like, you have a good job. You have insurance. Like, you don't need to quit your job. Da, 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 da. And she got a Target catalog in the mail. <laughs> and it, you and, mean sign that? And she literally, <laughs> I was, like, on the cover of it. And there was, like, three images of me, like, oh, inside cool. of it. And she brings it to school. And she's like, Mr. Davis, look what came in my mail. I'm like, what? She, like, shows me. She's like, would you mind signing this from me? I'm like, you are the same fucking lady that told me to not, like, quit, to not quit my day job, to do this and that. Like, you're going to regret it. And now you want me to sign this, like, you know, catalog for you? And I did it, you know. But I'm just like, you know, don't tell people that they can't do things because you're incapable of seeing the vision. Yeah. Do you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I find that that kind of thing is like a. It's also another. We talked about the defense mechanism men put up. Yes, it, I think it's a defense mechanism for some people. Ah, for sure, I, I really do. I um, never thought about it. Well, we'll see it in the in the in that way, but that's true. Yeah. Well, we do a lot of coaching uh, in the gym and stuff, and you'll find people will, will like. All right, I'm going to change my diet. I'm going to reduce oh. my calories. I'm going to eat healthy food, and then people at home. Or like, what, you too good to eat the dinner I made? Ah, uh, like, yeah. No? You know, it's like, well, why aren't you eating what I'm eating? Why aren't you meeting me where I... You ever tried to... I don't know if you had any vices. You ever tried to quit smoking or anything like that? Or you have friends uh, who have... I've had to... Tr- I've, I've, I've tried to stop drinking. <laughs> well, you ever, like so, so much, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, well, sure. But you ever notice like... I don't know. It's a thing you'll find like... You're trying to quit something and then the people around you that yeah. still do the thing, they're like... Nah, man. For sure. Here you want. Here, come on. You want. Oh yeah, yeah. And you're like, dude. I'm trying to quit, and they're like, yeah. You're not really gonna quit. Yeah. It's just, like when you go out drinking with your buddies, like just have one beer. You're like, yeah, bro, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to have I'm any drinking drinks. tonight. Yeah, I'm like, not. Oh, drinking you're tonight. drinking tonight. Oh yeah. Like, what's like, wrong with you? Order shots. I'm like, no, yeah. bro. I don't dude. want it. Stop. <laughs> I don't want a Jaeger. Back it up. But it's. I think it's a pull that people. I mean, it's you know. Yeah. 
That's the opposite of what you're doing. Exactly. Right? You're, yeah. you're doing it in a positive way. Yeah. It's the same thing. They're just doing it on a negative way. I think. Exactly. I think, yeah. I think. No, that makes 100% sense. At least, at least it makes me not hate them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's not on purpose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. So she's able to like see through that and be like, wow, you're awesome. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. It's, you got to yeah. have that positive outlook on it. Yeah. So you didn't win. I didn't win. I did. I didn't win. And you know, as 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 bummed as I was about it, I was like, I have to think about. I am this, you know, normal guy from South Carolina that teaches kids that had the opportunity to go to a place where people I've idolized for years are in the same building and are standing next to me. So cool. We're talking about like similar things. Like these are just, and when you talk to them, you realize how normal they are and how much normal stuff they do. Right. And how much like the same stuff that you like, they like too. Like they're not like these, like people that live very extravagant lifestyles as some people may think they really like living, especially people like Chadwick or Morgan Freeman, like people that are from, places that are similar to where I came from, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They still have that inside of them. You know what I mean? Like, they're not captivated by Hollywood. That's cool. And how, like, Hollywood. And that's one you, of the things that I get a lot, too. Like, people are always like, why won't you move to L.A.? Why won't you move to... And I've thought about it, but it's like, there was a week I spent in L.A. Yeah. And I was like, I can never live here. Mm. You know what I mean? I was like, I would easily be captivated and become something that my mother, father, and grandmother, like, raised me not to be. Wow. I would easily be that. Because it's like once you're in the element, if you're, like, this high-profile model that I am and you live in a high-profile area, yeah, you become that. But it's like if you have this entity, this high-profile internet, like, you know, yeah. like, supermodel thing, but you live in a humble place... You know, and there's nothing more humbling than uh, like two kids than your family. Yeah, than like you, you than eleven year old and a seven year old. Can never impress your family like yeah. you and shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing more humbling than what like a, whatever. Uh, what a self fulfilling prophecy! <laughs> like you aren't going to impress your family. Yeah, like, we try so damn hard. Exactly. Yeah, and they still, you yeah. know, they call you whatever nickname you were called when you were five. Yeah, like, stop that. Yeah, right. Damn, it's like damn. You, you know what I mean? So it was like. You know, I've done all this shit. You're still Bubba. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you're still no. Bubba. You're still Bubba. <laughs> yeah, whatever they call it. <laughs> they called me Bubba when I was little. Yeah. It drives me crazy. <laughs> they still do it. And I'm like, stop it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it's like, I mean, and I I, 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 I take it with a grain of salt because it's That's like, cool. you know, as much as I gave thought to, like, you know, I should maybe move here because maybe if I move here, there might be more opportunities oh, sure. and sure. with this and that stuff. But I'm like, the opportunities that I'm getting are – and I felt this way because when I was talking to a guy in L.A. and I was telling him – he was actually my Uber driver. And I was telling him, like, what I do. And I was like, yeah, I just did, like, this huge gap ad and da-da-da. And, you know, he – and he had been living in L.A. his whole life. Mm. And I've been trying to become like this model, like uh, commercial actor <laughs> person his whole life. But then here comes this guy from South Carolina. Like, Get out of my car. Who's like made it. Yeah. And that when it's dawned on me, he basically was like, you know, it's crazy because it's like the older I get. And he told me that he's like, the older I get, the more I realize that I didn't have to stay here to be what I wanted to be. I could have moved to Atlanta. I could have moved somewhere down south where it was Legit. cheap, cheaper, and really f- fulfilled this prophecy yeah. that I wanted to not do. have to drive Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean. And I told him, I said, "Dude, honestly, it's not too late." Because he was 30, 32 oh, at the yeah. time, and um, I had just turned thirty, and I was like, "Dude, I just turned thirty, yeah. and I just got signed to like a modeling agency, like." I'm 30 years old, and this is my first time. Like, people, like, this does not happen. Like, people don't sign 30-year-old male models so it, to, like, to, like, a modeling agency and, like, you know what I mean? And, like, bet on them, you know? Yeah. Like, you have to have something special right. about you right. for that right. to happen. Right. You, you know? So mm. it was, like, one of those things where I was, like, okay, you know, 
there were so many people that I taught with, and I understand, like, the teaching profession, it's very frustrating, right? And you feel like you're stuck every now and then, and there's so many teachers that, you know, feel like, because education is one of those things where, like, once you stop, it's hard for you to get a job outside of education. I can see that. You, you know yeah. what, I, what I mean? Yeah. It's like any other profession, it's easier for you to transfer jobs. Sure. In, in a way. Right. But when you're an educator, it's really hard for you to go from being an educator to being like, you know, working for like, I don't know, some like tech company or yeah. like whatever, working it's for a, very a bank or specific anything. mindset too. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I felt like a lot of them felt like they were stuck. And, you know, I've had that oh, yeah. feeling, right? Oh, yeah. So I was like, I know, I noticed there were some people that I was very close with that were very happy for for me. But a lot of the older, you know, te- teachers felt like had like a little bit of like, not hatred, but like a little bit of like resentment. <laughs> a little, little bit of like. Jealousy. This fucker. Like, yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Now, like, you know, I go back to schools and I, I talk to some of the kids and I've been back to the old middle school that I taught at to speak. And a lot of the teachers that were there are no longer there. <laughs> right. So it's like right. a lot of the teachers that are there now, they're like, wait, you used to teach here? I'm like, yeah. And like, you know, they're like very inspired by my story. Right. A lot of them are like, well, I've always had this dream about opening up this coffee shop. And I tell people like my biggest to- toxic trait is telling people that they can, like, just quit whatever the fuck, fuck they're doing and just go after your dream. Yeah. Like, I am not that guy to tell you, like, take it slow. Like, you never know. Save right, your money. Right, right, right. I'm like, no. Bet it all on yourself. Yeah. Like, take it all out. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, like, my biggest talk, toxic trait that a lot of people say I have. They're, <laughs> they're like, dude, that's like, you might ruin someone's life. I'm like, no, I'm not. Because if you believe in yourself, sure. if you believe in your process, and if you know what you're capable of, you'll make that shit happen. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm just like helping you see what you're capable of. Yeah, I yeah. feel you. Yeah, feel you. yeah. It's it's fun being that inspiring voice. Yeah, you know, it's it's a good thing. Um, wow. Yeah. So that's one type of hater. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned haters on oh, Instagram. Oh yeah, man. What is what do you got to deal with? I it's mean, mostly like, and you know, I like. I go to the gym, you know what I'm saying? Like, I work out, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like... You've a, got pictures yeah. of you working. Yeah, you know? So, people have this misconception that because I'm this body positive influencer or because I tell well, people that it's okay for you to look a certain way as long as you're confident that I'm promoting obesity and I'm promoting, like, unhealthy lifestyle. Sure. And it's crazy because I'm, like, I'm not promoting an unhealthy lifestyle. When have you ever seen me... Eat a whole bunch of like fried food and say you need to eat this every day. Yeah, there are pictures it's of you good eating for pizza. You. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You're I'm working like, out. Yeah, like you're riding like, bikes and running. I, I've seen yeah. the pictures. You you know, so I'm like I promote a healthy lifestyle because my yeah. biggest thing about being body positive is not only being positive that your body's good enough, but you also have to have a positive mentality about your body. Why would you treat your body like shit? And put shit yeah, in it, yeah. and not oh, right. and not do positive things for it, right? But then feel good about it. You can't feel good yeah. about your body unless you do good things for it. Yeah, everybody should exercise. I don't care how big or small yep. you are. Everybody should get up and move throughout the day. I'm not saying like you need to lift weights and run marathons, but you need to get up and walk. Yeah, why would you sit down all <laughs> no. all day, right? <laughs> so it's like I have these like haters, and I call them like. The Jimbro haters, because they're always like, oh, I see. dude, like, you need to, uh, like, you're promoting obesity. Like, mm. all these guys have the misconception, like, they need to da-da-da, you know. And it's like, bro, I am not telling any guy in the world ever right. that, like, doing A, B, and C is, like, the way to go. I'm telling you how I live and what works for me, but I'm also telling you that if you feel insecure because your body looks a certain way because of what people think you should look like or how you think you should look like, that's not being body positive. You need, like, if you want to make a change for your body, make it because you want it. You don't need to make it because you see a picture of Zac Efron on the cover of Men's Health, and you're like, I want to look like Zac Efron. Why the fuck do you want to look, why do, why do you want to look like Zac well, Efron? Well, I mean, he's also, I think this week, Maybe last week he's he's come out. He actually, yeah, he had like plastic surgery or something. Plastic right? surgery. And yeah, he's done. Um, I mean, I don't want to say the word steroids because there's more. It's way deeper than yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah, like but he's he's used 
enhancing supplements. Exactly, to, yeah. Know, substances to make himself look like that. I mean, it ain't real. It's not real, yes. So I tell guys, like, or I tell anybody. Like, like, it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> and you need to real, and you need to live what's real. You need to live what's best for you. And don't try to live up to other expectations of what other people yeah. think is beautiful. That's what being body positive is, you know? And then sometimes I clap back and sometimes I'm like, man, fuck this dude. Like, I don't even <laughs> yeah, care. what? You know what I mean? <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I didn't, I wasn't thinking that at all. Yeah, yeah. You hear, you hear a lot of that discussion. I mean, and I think, I think you're getting lumped in with the whole industry. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When you're like, dude, I'm literally not the whole industry here. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's not how it works. Yeah. But I mean, there are, you know, Victoria's secret models that are obese. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Where do you fall on that? It's like, for me, it's like, there's people that have a certain, you know, um, stature in their body. Right. And yeah. it's like, if you are, cause I've known like bigger women in my family that have no health issues. Oh yeah, and they're like right. completely fine, right? Yep. And then I'll have a person in my family that works out every day, and they like have like you know problems. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like for me, it's like I don't really care much how you look. I care more about how you feel, how you make other people feel. So it's like for me, if you are you know overweight and you know you like do things that are positive for your body, and like you yeah. actually are, you know are encouraging other people to do the same, you know. I feel like people get this misconception of, like, if, like, a bigger person, you know, is confident in themselves, that they are telling people that it's okay and confident to be fat. I think they're just saying that, like, it's okay for them to be this way, and they're confident in the way that they look. But if something health-related were to arise, they would change their body. Right. They would start to do things, like, just like me. Like, I started exercising and doing um, and eating differently whenever I got diagnosed with type type two diabetes. Right. I don't I don't really eat as much fried food as I used to. Right. You know, I used to like have like, you know, fried chicken maybe like once a week and now maybe have it like once a month. Right. You know, because it's like I have to watch what I put into my body. Yeah, it's a longevity have, concern now. It is, yeah. I don't want to die when I'm 50. Exactly, yeah. yeah you know, and, like, I want to see my kids get married. I want right, to, like, right, be right. A, a granddad, you know? Like, I want to do all of these things. Do you think that people mix aesthetics and health together? I, For together, sure, yeah. Right? Because, I mean, I know from experience they're not the same thing. Yeah. But... I mean, that's kind of the world we live in, isn't it? 100%. Like, people will look at a guy that's, like, super jacked and ripped, right? Think like, he's healthy. Oh, he's in shape. He's healthy. But Meanwhile, he's guy, taking every substance known yeah. to man to make himself look like that. that yeah. That's not good, bro. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's had three or four open-heart surgeries. Exactly, yeah. Because that's, of that same like, thing. Yeah. And, like, you know, uh, R.I.P. R. R. to Macho Man Randy Savage, mm-hmm. one, of, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, you know, he had a heart attack and he was, if you saw him walking down the street, oh, that guy's super fit, super strong. Like there's no way you, you, you know? So it's like people definitely have this, uh, because it's like the world is very visual, right? And it's like, when we see a guy in a suit driving a Mercedes, what do we automatically think? This guy's educated. He has a lot of money. He's making money. You know, he's a good guy. But who's to say that this guy like may not have any money. Yeah. He may actually just be like, you know, a driver for somebody else. He had enough to buy that suit. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Right. Well, Hey, yeah. Yeah. You know, and like, you know, you have this expectation of people, like when people see somebody that's, you know, has like dirty hands and they're like in a pickup truck. Like yeah. what do they think? Oh, he's like a working class man. It's a hard this work. guy should be like a millionaire. Like yeah. you have no idea what this man is. You have no yeah. idea. So like the aesthetics of what, like, Life is like people look at something and they think this and they look at something and they think yeah. that, but it's completely two different worlds. It can yeah. be completely opposite. Can be. Yeah. So that's another side of it is the, um, the, the dressing for success sort of a yeah. approach, right? That's not, it's not just the, the, you know, naked physical appearance, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's off the way you dress. I mean, yeah. that seems to be where you, you kind of got going. Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that you, I don't know, coach people or whatever. I mean, to yeah. that's got to be a big part of it yeah. about feeling better about who you are is yeah. is looking better. Yeah. Well, my eleven year old, she's a girl, obviously, and I have two daughters, eleven and seven. But my eleven year old, you know, she's at that preteen stage, and she wanted. We went back to school shopping, man, 
And she wanted these jeans with like holes in the upper thigh and a crop top. Mm-hmm. And I literally looked at her in her face and Hell I said, no. what do you think I am? Like, <laughs> I'm do, your dad. like oh, do you, what <laughs> ever in God's green earth would you think that I would ever purchase this and allow you to wear this in my presence? <laughs> it's never happened. Like, what are you on? Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's like, even You're not te- thinking. No, it's like, and even teaching my dog, daughter is like, you know, if you dress a certain way, people are going to look at you a certain way. Right. If you're 11 years old wearing a crop top, this and right. that, and you're dressed like you're like a sophomore in, in, in college, like you should not, I should not look at you and be able to like try to figure out if you're in high school or college or middle school. Right. That's not the way this works. Yeah. I need to look at you and know that you're in middle school. (laughs) You are my daughter. And that's not like, you're not wearing that. Spoken like a dad. Yeah. It's okay though. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, that's not happening. Right. So it's like, I like live that a lot in my life now. I mean, the seven year old, I don't really have to worry about. She's still like a, you know, she's still very much like a baby kid, you know, she still loves to play with dolls, you know, but my oldest is like in the makeup. She's in all these different things and she wants social media. She has a cell phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like all the things that I'm like, God damn it. Like, how do we, how do we get here? Yeah. (laughs) So it's like me like coaching her, you know, it's like, I'm doing the same thing that I do online, but, and it's crazy because it's like every, everything I do in my social media life, I implement in my real life. Although I, what I do in my real life, I implement in my social media life. So it's cool. People often, sometimes they live like two separate lives on their social media and in, in their real life. Mine are like intertwined because cool. there's nothing fake, fake, fake about it. Yeah. I'm a dad. Like this is real life. Like I have diabetes i like suffer from you know like you know anxiety every now and then like i'm very real about all my struggles and all my like you know highest points of life right right, right. because there's a balance like Absolutely. people always are like you know like people always on instagram always post their like most best moments i post both you know and um you know it's i think it's very important for people to understand that Everybody is human. It does not matter how much money you make or how successful you are or how successful you think you are. At the end of the day, you're still human. Yeah. And people need to understand that about me. And I think that's why I've been able to have so much. um, I get a lot of local love now because it's like a lot of people didn't realize I still lived here. (laughs) They're like, he didn't leave. Yeah. So like now that like when they see me like Soda City Farmer's Market, they see me Mm -hmm. pick up my like daughters from school. People like, you know, recognize me and they like love to see me. That's cool. And they're like, wait, aren't you that like, like, aren't you that model guy for Target? Like, Yeah. yeah. You know, and there's so many people that I meet. And, you know, outside of South Carolina, and they'll be like, I feel like I know you from somewhere. And I'll be like, uh, I don't know. But it's like they recognize my face. Just tell them I work at Target. Yeah, right? <laughs> they recognize my face. Right. But then again, like just like I said, like the imposter syndrome, yeah. I still have a lot of trouble sometimes speaking to random strangers about what I do. Because it's like sure. I don't want to come off as that guy that's like, a, I'm bragging, or B, that I think I'm, like, this hot shit. It's because it's not that. It's that I'm just, like, literally yeah. telling you, like, a fact of what I do. But right. some people right. take that as, like, a oh, misconception yeah. of, like, oh, this guy's, like, th- he's hot shit because he models for Target and Nike <laughs> and he has all these followers on Instagram. Like, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. just, like, telling you what I do. Like, it you ask me what I do for yeah. a living, so yeah. I'm just telling you. But there's there are some people that I still do tell them that I'm still a – teacher like when I travel and like there was a lady in LA that stopped stopped me was like I feel like I know you from somewhere I'm like I've never met you for my life and she's like no I've seen you somewhere before are you are you like an actor or something I'm like no I'm just just a teacher in South Carolina she was like oh I don't know you but she probably did know me from like a Target commercial like I I don't know you know yeah Mm -hmm. but it's like those moments where it's like I get a little bit of anxiety there because I'm like I don't want to oh. go into like this conversation. Of, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, do I owe you money? What? Yeah. <laughs> do I owe you money? Are you the IRS? <laughs> um, I still owe that four paying back taxes. I'm sorry. I still owe that four. It's not a joke about that. I know, right? Um, so what's next for you, man? I mean, yeah. So what's next is um, I'm really wanting to be. So I'm going to give it a little bit. Uh, let's see. I'm going to do, like, maybe three or four more years of being in front of the camera 
and being like the face of like you know this inclusivity and all these things but eventually i want to venture out and i want to be on the back end i want to be on the creative side i want to be like a creative director and i want to uh you know really change the landscape of not only fashion but the way uh the fashion industry operates in a way especially for especially for the men's side so my ultimate dream goal is to be like a creative director of like, uh, like a Gap or like um, a magazine or yeah. something like something where I am in creative control of what you know everybody sees, and they see like in they see like in inclusiveness, they see yeah. like love, they see positivity, you know. So basically, the same thing that I did with my blog and my brand. I want to bring to like an actual brand. And a lot of the people that I talked to in New York, they were like, a lot of these brands will not talk to people unless they build their own entity. Mm. Because it's like, if you can build your own entity from the ground up, then we know with all of the resources and money and people that we have, you'll be able to take us to like the highest heights. Right. So around, so I'm 35 now around like when, Really, I'm going to give it, like, five years. Because, like, when I'm 40, I feel like, you know, I still I still might do, like, some ads and some fashion stuff. Yeah. But I really want to be, like, in the creative di- direction yeah. area. I believe and you'll like, do it. Yeah. I do. Thank you. Putting it out in the universe. That's Wrong. That's how it works, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. Well, uh, all right. So, um, I don't know when this is going to come out versus the Growth Summit, which is in October. Yes. But um, you can catch them here. Yeah, Growth Summit. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. super excited excited about it. Greg is awesome. It, like we like we had a really really Don't awesome, awesome chat. But you're awesome too, James. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's all right. He's all right. Yeah, yeah. he's all right. Yeah. Um, what do you? Is there anything you want to leave anybody that might be listening to this? Uh, thoughts or feelings or anything? Yes. Uh, whoever's listening to this, I want you to know that. Whatever dream you have or whatever vision, because to me, your imagination is simply a preview of the reality that you have to work hard to get, right? So it's like if there's something in your brain, there's something that you cannot, like, function without. And when I mean dreams, I mean you think about this thing every day when you go into work, when you leave work, when you're driving, when you're with your family. You're thinking about what if I were to do this? Mm. I really want to do this. Your calling, your dream, like something that you're passionate about, just fucking do it. Like you have to do it and you have to bet on yourself and you have to understand that there's going to be a lot of people that do not believe in you. There's a lot of people that did not believe in me. There's a lot of people that didn't believe in anybody, right? Right. Because people can't see things that you tell them. Like me telling somebody as a 28-year-old Dude, I'm going to be a model. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can, you're 28. You're going to be 30 in like two years. You're not going to be a model. Stop. You're balding. Like, <laughs> you're like stop it. You know? Right. But it's like, I want to tell the people, you have to go after your dreams. There's no other way for you to do it. And your, like, price of, like, having somebody else open up that coffee shop you wanted to getting coffee at that coffee shop that mm. you're supposed to have every morning while you go to the job where you keep dreaming about the coffee shop is going to be the worst pain that you can feel. Regret is like one of the worst things to feel. Cause it's like, that could have been you. You could have had that. Mm. You could have did it, but you didn't bet on yourself. You didn't believe in yourself. And this is the result of that. That person that believed in themselves and that bet on themselves is serving you the coffee. You know, so you got to like, you just have to go for it, you know, and as toxic as that might sound like people that have been because I have like a family, right? I have like, a, like I give up insurance, like state insurance. I give up all that stuff Yeah. to do this. <laughs> right. And it's like, right. I did it. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah. like it paid off. Yeah. And you are going to have times where, you know, you are going to doubt your yourself and you're going to be like, damn, like, I wish, you know, things were going a little bit differently, but that's a part of the process. Like you have to be processed in order to like, 
enjoy the end of it. Like, you have to go through it. Like, you can't just do it and it just happened. Like, you have to go through the struggle. The process is in, is everything. So I tell everybody to enjoy the process of becoming successful. Because the biggest, like, to me, I think about a lot of the negative times I had and how it shaped me to get ready for those, like, times where I had to be on set with Gap. Yeah. And it was, like, an eight-hour, four four day, eight hour set for four days and you have to be in the zone, right? Like all those moments led me into like being focused on this one moment, you know? Like just like, you know, is it Eminem's like, you only get one shot, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So that's right. literally how it is, right? Wow. So whoever's listening, go after your dreams. Don't listen to what anybody says, you know what I mean? And I wish you all the best of luck. Man. Yeah. Positive dude, man. Thank you. I try. I'm going to, you got me feeling good, man. <laughs> oh, good, man. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for being here today. Of course. Uh, yeah. Thank you, brother. You got, you got me juiced up. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm man. excited, man. All right, brother.